ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू फ्रेंड्स पीपल हैव क्रिटिसाइज्ड द भगवद गीता एज बीइंग इनसिंसियर and untruthful and an amazing number of things there are universities in america that uh, denigrate hinduism for all sorts of things in the gita for example they they speak of it as hypocritical because he's saying uh, talking about non-violence and he's saying going in it go in and fight and uh, they uh, talk about being peaceful and then go in and fight and um so one i read one comment which said that if you want to get out of karma presumably the best thing is not to do anything when the gita itself says to act we have to understand that there are cultural differences and we must appreciate them in my book uh, the hindu way of awakening i've tried to describe that a little bit because the way of thinking in the west has been sort of developed not from christianity but from greek philosophy from aristotle the thought in the west has been that uh, everything has to be rational everything has to be as hegel put it every all that is real is rational all that is rational is real and this is very contrary to the intuitive way they don't understand that values are relative they try to say that because they've discovered that values aren't uh absolute therefore they don't exist this either or conscious east consciousness either thing is is this or it isn't this this is not the highest way of thinking there's an amusing western i'm sure it's apocryphal of a hindu talking to a westerner about the archaeology archaeological finds in india and the hindu says and in all the excavations they have not found a single liar this proves that they have the liarless well <laughs> does it prove it of course it doesn't but only a hindu only a westerner should say would even have that that ridiculous idea that if it isn't this it's got to be either non-existent or uh whatever this is not the the um the way of thinking in the bhagavad gita and i myself came up against this in the let me just read it to you again it said in chapter in stanza 26 even however if you prefer to think of the self as perishable why grieve then stanza 27 what is born must die whatever dies must be born again Well if there is no self then how can anything be born again you can assume that things die but how can they come back again if there's no eternal life it's not it to the western way of thinking they I'm a westerner and I had to put that one together and then I suddenly realized they're two disjointed thoughts Krishna is teaching the philosophy of shankya and he's teaching different thoughts in shankya all of which add up to uh the system uh, that tells you why we need to get out of delusion and in this portion it's talking about uh, being even minded it's giving 
even-mindedness from different points of view. The um, very nature of the universe has to be understood in terms of that eternal truth that God and consciousness is everywhere, center everywhere, circumference nowhere. That means from any point of space that you're looking out, you, can have, you have to and can only understand everything in relation to that, that uh, point. And it's true that every one of us has a different point of view. If you have uh, a hundred Christians in a church, each one will say the Nicene Creed and each one will think that they're believing the same things, but they can't believe the same things because it always depends upon your own insight, your own conditioning, your own uh, education, so many things. And so um, each one will have subtle differences of understanding. Well, we need to take that into account that uh, if we understand that there, are, there is no circumference to reality, finally, we can perhaps embrace everything. But everything finally, once you've dis discovered the truth, you go at that point. It's like the ice field that I talked about. You can't press down on a whole ice field and break through the ice, but you can go at one little point. Once you've broken through the ice, then you come into the lake underneath it. Once you've broken through the uh, ice coating, we could call it of Maya, the outer sheath of uh, manifestation into the spirit, then everybody experiences the same lake, the same infinite water, the same ocean, whatever. All people's experience of God is Satchitananda. And every religion teaches basically the same truths, but the Western way of trying to make everything logical, this is why theology never really can take you to truth, because you're trying to think your way to truth. The theological definitions are sort of like pickaxes. You climb a mountain, you use this uh, python to pull yourself up to a higher level, but then you have to remove it and pull it to a higher. And if you begin to think, well, it's pulled me to this level and this is the final level, then you'll never go farther. Every dogma and every understanding that we can possibly reach, you must always think higher, broader, more expansively. Whatever you, whatever level of understanding you've got, as Yogananda said one time, somebody, I was with him when he was uh, entertaining a guest and I was taking notes on what he was saying, and the guest said, is there any end to evolution? Master's answer was very interesting. He said, no end. You go on until you achieve endlessness. That endlessness, that immortality, takes you completely beyond our human way of thinking. This world is not a logical thing. It uh, goes beyond logic. Every, it follows its own logic. But time and space really don't exist. Reason, which tries to portion things out, finally it's all one. And Anandamoyi Ma, a great woman saint in India, used to say, it is and it isn't. And neither is it nor is it not. How do you make, what do you make of that? Finally, you've got to stop trying to make things of it. You've got to try to stop putting it in little pigeonholes and cubby holes if you really want to understand the Gita. Practice it. Don't think that you can get it finally put together and then put it on a shelf and forget it because it's about life and it's about your life. 
It's about how you, what you can do to go on higher and higher until finally you merge in the infinite. The goal of the Gija, finally, is mergence in God. And there always will be in this world contradictions. The contradictions are resolved. It's not as if they're really opposite, but they can seem that to the doubting mind. And uh, you have to go beyond doubts. That's why later in the Gita it says, to you, Arjuna, whom, who have over, overcome the carping spirit, I reveal these truths. Joy to you.